Hello, welcome everyone. This is Get the Message, show number two. How to identify and release your unconscious resistance to prosperity. Thank you all for joining on the radio show live or podcast. This is Monique Gallagher with schoolofselfrevolution.com. A little bit about why School of Self Revolution exists. We are gifted with a conscious mind, and that conscious mind is to be directing what we want to create. It's the leader. Our unconscious mind is the doer. Now, our unconscious mind's desires, wishes, and dreams, they need to be approved by us, and then actions taken. We're trained out of that knowing. When we're children, it works quite naturally. Now, what's sad is this is what happens when our consciousness, when our conscious mind gets convinced it has no control, it doesn't feel in charge of its life, and it believes that the environment has more power or authority, well, it gives up and it surrenders its right to choose. And then we're open to being influenced. We're talked into what other people think is a good idea, what society thinks is a good idea. And our unconscious blockers then are making decisions for our life about what it wants us to be doing. That's not living an empowering life. So my desire is to awaken and empower you to this fact and give you some tools to be able to do something about it. Now, these shows are going to be weekly, 11 a.m. to 1130 every Wednesday. And next week, we're going to start a contest a free 30-minute Get the Message Breakthrough session with me. So if you're joining live, then you can enter into the uh, little contest. So grab a piece of paper, pencil, while we're waiting for others to join us, and we'll get into the uh, little bit of little training today. So talking about how to identify and release unconscious resistance. Well, we don't know it. All we can see is the result of it, that we're not getting what we want in our life. Now, how do you know if you're succeeding in proper leadership of your unconscious? Well, when you say you want something, you want to experience something, you want something to happen, and you've got a clear focus, you can visualize it, and the fears and the self-doubt fall away, hope is you know, pretty present, and you're achieving it, that's a good feedback that you truly are the leader of your unconscious mind. But a lot of us, we kind of fall into that powerful place and we fall out of it. So we're going to be talking about this five-step awareness process to move you more into a prosperous, higher self-worth mindset and to kind of not slap your hand so much, but to really let you see where you're giving a lot of power away. I don't like to slap hands, but I do like to wake you up. And sometimes it may feel like that. So let's speak about this five-step awareness process first. Awareness is 99%. Now, when we are not aware of what we want, maybe we've talked ourselves out of it. We don't think it's possible. We don't believe it anymore. Well, we are then kind of just flowing downstream and that other people could be choosing what we should be experiencing. Instead of you being in alignment with who you are, your values, your belief structures, your deep desires, 
And then you are choosing the path that you want. Now, if somebody has a good idea and you consciously choose to go along with it, brilliant. But if you are choosing from a place of go along to get along, then you're not living from your consciousness, your deep desires, and you're just kind of flowing with the wind. You have to be passionately on purpose, creating what you want in your mind, body, and soul. Good ideas from other people don't cut it. If you're not accessing your power to accomplish from your conscious mind to your unconscious. Now, with that said, sometimes we can have belief structures that become unconscious habit patterns. And these habit patterns are thoughts, behaviors, and feelings that sabotage and block our causative power. Now, the way these blockers win is they erode our hope. They inhibit our natural desire from coming to the surface. And they allow us to stay in circumstances that don't empower and energize, kind of keeping us at a low idol. So what do you want and why do you want it? Now, if you were on the show last week, we did a process to project into 2016. And if you're listening to this recording and you didn't get a chance to listen to the show number one, I invite you to, because it's a great place to start. What do you want and why do you want it? If you don't know what you want and why, why is the emotional power, you will likely not experience it. Now, I know it's obvious, but I want it to sink in. Are you okay with not experiencing your desires? Perhaps not living where you feel really energized and happy. Perhaps not working in a job that's fulfilling. Not being around the people who love and value you. Are you okay with that? I don't think so. So let's step go on to kind of self-awareness step number two. This is kind of the bitter pill, and we have all been subject to this. When we don't take personal ownership and responsibility for what's happening in our life, it reduces our manifesting power. Now, this can seem kind of difficult to accept because we say we didn't create this you know, job, you know, that my boss said it was going to be this and now it's this. And, and we didn't create, you know, my relationship partner, um, having going off and ending it. We didn't create this. A part of us does. Now, even though this may be uncomfortable to recognize, think about it. When something bad has happened in your life, bad with quotes around it, because it's all learning, isn't it? Did you get an intuitive knowing, perhaps beforehand, that it was going to go that way? You might have. A lot of people do. Or did you choose not to speak up and take charge in a situation, just kind of let it flow and it just kind of let things go and thinking, well, it'll change. You didn't take that, that intuitive knowing, that inner uh-oh, this, I don't like where this is going. You didn't take charge. Now, seeing that, it means we are co-creating a lot of the unfortunate things not going in our life. Now, I'm not saying that if something really bad happens that you caused it, no. But you can be responsible for how you uh, perceive it, 
how you handle it once it happens to you. So say you're in a, a relationship and the relationship falls apart. The person, you know, leaves it. How do you handle that change? We're going to go on to change in just a moment. But how you choose to take that, how you choose to take charge of your life from that moment on will enable you to stay in your cause or creator power and see, start to recognize, wow, I do see where I kind of co-created that job or that relationship and it didn't proceed in the way that ideally would have liked to have it proceed. Now, here's the thing that I've discovered, that when we put responsibility outside of us for the bad things that happen, we are also putting responsibility outside of us for the good things. Now, it's easy to take credit for, yeah, I achieved my objective. Yeah, that was great. Look at this. But when the things that are not what we want happen, if we put it outside and we blame, we project then we are actually disempowering ourselves from the cause or creator part as well. So let me see if there's something else that I wanted to share um, about that. Just a minute. Ah, here's a good piece. Some people have trouble accepting help from others. And they think that they have to do it all themselves. Men you know, I don't mean to be stereotypical here, but men are a lot like that, that they're trained in the society that they need to be in charge. They need to be the one that's um, creating the situation. They won't even sometimes ask for directions if they're lost. Now we have GPS on our phones, but in the past, that was a stereotype. Females tend to more willingly receive help from others. So what happens if you're in a position where someone says, hey, this is a great idea. Do you want to do that? And you say, yeah, that's great. And you choose to implement their idea. And if it doesn't work out, do you accept responsibility for choosing to implement their idea or do you blame them? It's subtle. You may not even be conscious that you're blaming them. This is an important awareness because this is taking full personal ownership and responsibility for what's happening in our life. And that is and gives us access more and more to our manifesting power. So just be aware of where you're not accepting responsibility and what's going on in your life and choose to accept more and more responsibility for the good and the not so good. And then through that, you're getting the message saying, wow, that one didn't work out. And you can choose to have it come out a different way. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, Mike, you're asking, do you mean blaming others? Yeah. Blaming others. And we also can be blaming ourselves. And that is also not an empowering thing to do. So it's blaming a situation that could say, well, I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. I was not born in a family where I was really loved and nurtured and empowered. That's blaming others. A lot of us end up blaming parents and it takes years to get over that one. A lot of people actually never do and they can die still blaming their parents. So yeah, it's a subtle form of blaming or a friend gives a recommendation to go to a particular movie and the movie's horrible. Like I went to see, well, I don't mean to put judgment on it, but I went to see the movie Pan um, with a couple of friends of mine 
last month. And I'm not very good with violent or aggressive movies. And I kind of just went along thinking, well, the, the movie will be good. And I'm in the middle of the movie and I'm closing my eyes. I'm plugging my ears because of the intensity. I don't know why it had to be like that, but it was. Now, could I have blamed them? Sure. But did I? No. I remember I was walking behind them. I was, it's like my best friend couple. And I'm walking behind them and I'm shaking my head and like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that movie. And I'm hearing them saying, wow, this was a great movie. And they're like sharing back and forth. I didn't say a word. So I consciously chose to go to that movie because I wanted to spend time with them. Perfect. And I let it go. Would I go to a movie like that again? No, not in a uh, movie theater. So yeah, it's kind of um, in an inadvertent way, projecting responsibility and blaming others for our choices. All right. So uh, self-awareness number three, look at where you may be resisting the flow of life. Consider the way electricity flows through wires. Not that I'm very skilled with this. The metal conducts the current to be used to power your home. So you plug into the electrical socket and a toaster or your television and it runs. You just plug it in the wall and it runs. We as humans also have that energy. We have access to that energy to be able to have it flow and inspire and power our life as well. Obviously, we have more complexity. Now, if we desire something and we have inner resistance, I think it's copper is a good conductor of electricity, if I recall. Again, I'm not an expert at this. And there's some other metals that are not good conductors. Now, if you think about inner resistance, maybe we don't feel worthy of that which we desire or we have an emotional belief that says, if I get the job of um, my desires, that I'm getting paid what I want, I get the, the benefits that I want, I've got a great team, well, I'm going to get sabotaged, or that it's not going to last. That's inner resistance. Those are beliefs that can actually start to create that which we don't want to happen. We'll talk more about that in just a minute. So if we have desire and we have this inner resistance, it can operate like that resistance in an electrical wire so that the electricity, instead of flowing from the wires on the street into your home, there's significant wastage and it gets burned up. If it goes through non-conductive wiring, it gets wasted. Now we can do the same. We may consciously want something, but in the unconscious, there's beliefs that we have around self-worth issues, or maybe we have a self-image that doesn't fit what we want to do today. Maybe it's an old self-image and we haven't updated it. And this is a big deal for people who've gone through major changes, like people who've had children and the children grow up and they move out and they're like, and you know, this, um, what's it, um, empty nest syndrome that maybe the husband or the wife it's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do next. That was so fulfilling to be a mother or a father. So becoming resistant to change, and we'll talk more about that in just a minute, we can be holding on to an old self-image, an old identity that doesn't fit who we are today, or maybe doesn't fit who we want to become. That's a big deal. So we need to update our self-image. 
I really like thinking about cybernetic transposition as a way to update our self-image. So if you'll notice on the schoolofselfrevolution.com, the 17-week program speaks a lot about self-image and becoming more aware of those belief structures and views that need to be updated. And so you can alter them so you see yourself in the most empowered, optimal, loving, generous way. And that which you see yourself as, you then attract more and more of that in your life. So becoming aware of the unconscious beliefs that are generating the resistance. And if you like the analogy, you know, of electricity flowing down the wires and then flowing into your home and the electricity and the energization from the universe flowing into you, well, you can start to become aware of where you are, you know, noticing resistance. Maybe you don't let people help you. Maybe you won't ask for help. Or maybe when something good happens, you fear it won't continue. And instead of at least going into it with an open heart and open expectancy, you don't even do it. You don't even make the application for the job. You don't speak to maybe if you're self-employed, that person that you'd really like to have as a client. You need to become aware where you're resisting. So to identify, take a blank piece of paper. And I'd like you to start to... Notice areas where you have fear. Resistance is always fear and scarcity based. So if you make note of these different fears, in fact, um, it's a, uh, when I'm speaking to someone who's considering taking the 70 the week program or working with me privately, that's often one of the questions I ask is write down all your fears around if they want to make a change, they want to get a different job, maybe they want to conclude a relationship. What are the fears? Because that's a clue that that resistance, those uh, that unconscious resistance are blockers. And becoming fearless or fear, yeah, fearless of inappropriate fear, mental fear is amazing. And some of the blocker processes, actually all of the blocker clearing processes in CT empower you to become more fearless. Not dangerous fearless, but fearless of fear that's inappropriate, that's not relevant. Like, for example, you could have had, as a child, fear of crossing the street on your own. Is that an appropriate fear now? No, not at all. Was it an appropriate fear when you were three years old? Yeah. So updating these this resistance that we have, these fear and scarcity things that we're holding in our unconscious, updating them and elevating them to who we are today and what are relevant fears and what are irrelevant fears and letting them go is really empowering. So I'd like you to look at number two again, and I'm going to repeat. Um, so first off, we said awareness is 99%. Become aware of what you'd really desire, not kind of want, but what you really want. Number two, taking personal ownership and responsibility for what's happening in your life. Elevates your manifesting power. And then three, look at where you may be resisting the flow of life. So let's look at number two, where you may be... Um, uh, let's see. 
uh, projecting, blaming, and not taking full responsibility for all the good and, and not so good things that are happening in your life. Say you're resisting the, the wise counselor or friend, and may, you may be missing an opportunity to grow or change your life situation for the better. Have you ever had someone suggest a book to you, one they thought you'd really like, but you ignored their suggestion? only to be told by another person and then another. And finally you say, okay, okay, I get the message. And then when you finally read that book, you say, wow, this was really valuable. Did you wish you read it earlier? Well, consider what else you're resisting, pushing away, maybe good suggestions from friends or maybe good suggestions from your unconscious mind. Let's look at one of the biggest resistances we all face, and that's about change. We all like the idea of change, but it's change we want. Rarely do we like the change that somebody else causes. So for right now, I'd like you to write down memories of when you were holding on to something that wasn't good for you. Or maybe you resisted change that in the end was really positive. Maybe it was a job or a relationship. So where were you resisting things leaving your life or something good coming into your life? Now, if you were resisting some change that in the end was really positive, I'd like you to be consciously aware of it, some of the good things that came out of it. Did you grow? Now, would you have held on to that resistance and to change if you knew all the goodness it would bring? Now, if there's resistance to change, I'd like you just to think about it as a blocker. And if it's a blocker running, you can empower yourself to clear it using the CT processes. When we hold on to what is and it's harming us, we're losing out on the magic, the opportunity of being in the flow of life, your life. So become aware of where you're holding on to things and resisting change. Okay, so number four is the self-awareness number four. Set it to make sure you're setting objectives from desire and not fear. Ask yourself, are you setting objectives from a place of trying to get away from something you don't like instead of moving towards something positive? Trying to move away from fear doesn't work as the fear is inside of us and it will move with us. Far more empowering to focus on your heart's desires and set objectives around them. And then where focus goes, energy flows. Again, think of those electrical power lines, that electricity and that energy flowing towards what you want to power your toaster or power your television, power or is it powering resistance? Is it powering your fear? 
And this is the key with the CT tools. If you've worked with them at all, you know that the success is driven by desirability. And setting an objective has to be about desirability. With CT, you can't set an objective to move away from something because that's againstness and your unconscious isn't motivated by it, nor does it even understand. And if you're in avoidance or fear of something happening, you can go into protection. And when you're going into protection and defense mode, you shut yourself down to new things, new life experiences. And here's the sad thing is you actually hold on to things that are no longer uplifting and serving you. And it creates a scarcity mindset. No flow can happen. And the only result will be more of the same. Now, for some people who stay in a place of fear for too long, they can actually create what they're fearing and they can manifest that which they don't want. So just become aware what you're focusing on and become more conscious of it and target that which you desire and set an objective around that. The desirability, desirability is so important. And then number five, self-awareness for number five. Express more authenticity. And naturally, you'll attract the people in situations that really suit you. Now, expressing more your authentic self, your original self, it can be difficult at times, especially if you've been trained as a child. That's not nice to say. Or um, don't be greedy. Don't ask for what you want. And there's a lot of programming in there. Or maybe you were trained to go along to get along. And you were in a situation where you walked on eggshells. And there was someone who used power to manipulate and control you. Well, it can take a little time to adopt new patterns and behaviors. But when you know who you are and what you like and what you want to experience, you begin to live that way. You start to have this natural charisma and you're expressing your manifesting force, your life force, you're expressing your inner truth. And at first it may be a little uncomfortable. You may have a fear around it. Oh, I can't really do or say that. Try it. And if it is uncomfortable, consider that you have a blocker running and clear the blocker. And if you need help, reach out. I'm happy to help you frame the blocker and walk you through a blocker clearing process. So what happens if we're in a situation that doesn't suit us? Well, we contract. We start playing to the audience to go along with how others want us to be. And as soon as we do that, the moment we do that, we stop being our authentic self. And the only place that we have access to the manifesting power to make changes in our life is when we are, we are, when we are expressing our original self. There really isn't an option. You either go along and you float, you know, downstream, or you plug into that authentic original self, that voice, that power in you, and you start swimming upstream causing what you want to happen. Your fingerprints are unique for a reason. It is the way the universe designed you, you to be the original, amazing, unique you. It is your signature print in the universe. And think about it like this. If you are going along and you're choosing a path of least, least resistance and you're not speaking up, if someone happens to step on your toes, hurt your feelings, 
or reject you, uh, whatever. We have all these things that could happen in our mind and in relationships with others. Then it's like you're putting... Um, well, I'm traveling right now. I'm in Colorado and I went to go get some skis to rent. And there was a lot of hunting gear there. And I was noticing the hunting gears, you know, has camouflage, right? Camouflage jacket, camouflage backpack, camouflage, like these waiter boots. It's so the animals don't recognize that the person is a human and will harm them. I don't mean to have a view about hunting because if you're hunting to eat, nothing wrong with that. But this thing is that if you're not being unique you, original you, it's like you're walking around with camouflage. And those people who are meant to love you are going to recognize you. Those jobs that you are meant to fill, that you would love and be empowered by and get paid well, they're not going to recognize you. They're just, you're in camouflage. So when you take the camouflage off and you're expressing your authentic self, Life finds you and you experience more and more that which you want. So, I mean, perfect timing again. All right, great. So we're going to wrap up now. And I'd like to thank all of you for joining me live. The recording will be posted on schoolofselfrevolution.com, on the tab blog and more. And I look forward to hearing you on upcoming Get the Message shows. And if you're enjoying this, please Invite others. These are completely free. Share the podcast when the email comes out with the recording. And one last thing I want to say. Hold on just a minute. Okay. Um, all right. When we clear unconscious resistance, we then have access to a clear channel to communicate our conscious desires and our unconscious mind has a way to hear and translate it. And it's able and willing to help us manifest whatever we want. Imagine that, whatever we want. So get the message. Start to become more aware of where you're expressing resistance. Start to become more aware of where you inadvertently blamed a situation or person. We're not perfect. I still find myself doing that. But luckily, I'm more aware and I can apologize and I can clear the blocker. So I'd like to empower you to be able to do the same. Take care of everyone and bye for now.